Welcome to Yowie Fangirls versus the World. This is E and Z. And we're back, 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 back again. RPDR fans, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, today, we are going to discuss manga. Yay! Yay! Red manga, not manga we're going to read or thought about reading. Red manga. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do... Um, Love in Limbo. Lum, Love in Limbo by Haji. We talked about this one when Zaidi bought it when we were in our New York trip. So we got it home and she read it and then I read it. Pretty damn good. Oh, so wholesome. It's 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 wholesome but deep on a on a on a level too. Which is also and good. A, yeah, yeah. And it's plotty. It's very plotty, which plotty. I love. Plotty? I've never yeah, heard. full of plot. Yeah, I just never heard it used that way before. Uh, I feel like that's an adverb or somewhere, plotty. Maybe not an adverb, but I like that. Yeah, you know, that it's plot. full of plot. Or maybe it's an adjective. No, I feel like it's an adverb. An adjective or an adverb. I'm going to have to look up this word now and see if it's an actual real word. Well, if it's or not. Or if I'm making it up as usual. If it's not a real word, it is now. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> so it's very plotty. <laughs> um, the basis of this story is people are dead. <laughs> so, okay, uh, you have our main character who um, is given the name Kalen? Colin? Colin. Colin. Um, by uh, by a caretaker named Makoto, but his code name or not code name is Golem. Golem. Yeah, te- yeah. Guess why? Uh, as in G O L E M. And oh, oh my! Very Lord of the Rings of them. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want to get any, you know. Just didn't want because they almost sound the same, don't you think? Yeah, Golem, Golem. I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, Makoto has passed away. At a very young age. Yeah, a very young age. And you find out that he used to be a general, I guess, in a, in a war. Oh, you mean uh, uh, Colin? Oh, Colin. Colin, Sorry. yes. He, yeah, Sorry. He, yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah, in life, he was like a soldier. A soldier. And a damn good one, apparently. Mm-hmm. But just a bit too good of one because, you know, in, you know, after death, you know, murder is murder. Murder so, is murder. And so yep. he is sent to limbo as, sent up as a punishment to become a reaper. He's a reaper now. Yeah. That's his punishment. Yeah. And at first when we're introduced to him, he doesn't remember anything about his former life or what he did or anything like that. So we have Gollum who acts, well, Makoto who acts as like a... Like a guide. A guide for him. But then Makoto falls in love with him as you know golems do <laughs> oh god <My> precious <laughs> don't go there don't go there <laughs> he falls in love with him and 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 just kind of like showing him of like what and such as uh because in in this he introduces him to like these one-eyed bunnies and they are so cute they're the cutest oh thing. my god so he falls in love with Anywho. him he tells him about yeah. it and the feeling at first was um, one-sided, one-sided, and then it got reciprocated, which was great. But like the, uh, what I really love about this book, like I said, it's very plotty. I love that you have Makoto's story. You you meet his dad, who and his is dad, something of a crotchety old man. Yeah. You know, very protective. A crumb gutten. What do they call it? Oh God! Yeah, I know the word. Like when yeah. I see it, but I—it's like how exactly how do, you do you say it? it? Yeah, how exactly yeah. do you say it? A curmudgeon. 
curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. I think curmudgeon. that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> English 101 with us. <laughs> but um, you find out that when Makoto was alive, um, his dad, Shishi, what's his dad's name? Seishi. Seishi or something like that. His dad actually was a, he's a very renowned doctor and he lost his wife to a plague and then he lost his son Makoto to a plague and he tried to bring Makoto back to life. So he made this golem, which is a, you as, know, yeah, a as, mud. Out, out of clay. Um, uh, yeah, clay. As in like, as in like from a the legend. body. Yeah, yeah, as in like from the legend. Exactly, so he made a clay body and put Makoto's soul in this clay body. But what we find out is that he split Makoto's soul into. Mm-hmm. So half of his Makoto's soul came to limbo when his dad died with him, and the other half is in this other place, like wandering aimlessly. So I thought that was a pretty interesting story because we had the story of the dad right. in limbo. He's still being a doctor and everything else, and he's refusing reincarnation, and then finally he could no longer refuse because Makoto's soul is tied to his. Mm-hmm. So when so- he gets reincarnated, Makoto's body will Might. also die. So, uh, again, if yeah, you will. Again, his clay body, because there's nothing else holding his spirit. Together, it's, yeah. It's split in two. But yeah, kind of like one of those um, that if something happens to the creator, then the creation will probably, will most fall likely, apart. will fall apart or die too. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, no, please don't do this. I know, don't do this. They just fell in love. (laughs) And I was just like, no, they just fell in love. But there are no sad endings in this book. So there you go. There you go. And I love, what do you think of the artwork to this? I absolutely love it. The artwork is fabulous. I love the artwork a lot. It's like, it's like, you know, it's kind of like putting like ruggedness and softness Together. together. Yeah, that's I had that same thought too. That the art for this the, the art style is unique in that way because it's like jagged, but at the same thing it's smooth and it's Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like beautiful fantasy, but jagged around the edges. It's it's hard to explain. You just gotta look it up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly kind of like as our couple here, you have uh Colin um, he definitely is like your straight up rugged kind of guy without being overly so. And then you have Makoto slash Golem who is a little bit on the softer side, but he's also a badass. Yeah. You know, make no mistake. He's yeah. actually quite the badass yeah. who can hold his own. Yes, they are. So much so that in th- volume two, <laughs> they've got some new recruits for caretakers who are you know, in life, they were also like criminals and stuff like that. So their punishment is that they have to take care of these people in limbo. Yeah. And, you know, basically like guard the dead and so forth against, um, you know, either, whether it be helping them with like in labor or, or protecting them from like these soul eating monsters called maws. Yeah. Like it was funny because like limbo is literally like earth except peaceful. You don't have any egos. You don't have any war. You don't have anything. It's made to be a replica of Earth, but more, but definitely without any of the um, troubles that come from living in 
up to society's expectations and society's mm-hmm. rules and stuff like that. And these, so it's a people yeah. version of Earth. But but these moths, they're kind of, um, you know, what's the word? They're almost Lovecraftian. Yeah, they are. Ooh. They are. They, if you've ever seen uh, or even read anything by Lovecraft, he has... Um, like cosmic, you know cosmic horrific monsters yeah and these things do not make any sense like where do these things come from for example interesting enough you know what i thought i figured out where they came from but they didn't really touch on it because remember when makoto's not makoto's soul other half of his soul was aimlessly wandering in another place Mm -hmm. i thought to myself because they were talking about how these creature how um the dead people who doesn't don't make it to judgment are aimlessly wandering in that place mm. and um I, I thought to and then after a while they just kind of deteriorate and then one of the angels had said that they they kind of figure out if they follow someone's who someone's soul out of there then oh. they'll be able to get out of there if they follow someone they'll be able to get out of there so i was thinking to myself are these the monsters that come out they're wonders aimlessly wandering souls who have followed someone's soul out of judgment and because they haven't been judged, they turn into these horrific monsters. That would make sense. That's what I was thinking as I was reading it. That actually makes a lot of sense. That that would be kind of interesting. And I was thinking to myself, because you know how the angel, that one angel set it up so um, Colin would go and get Makoto's other half of his soul. And I was thinking to myself, that angel probably, um, because after that incident happened, it became part of their duty to send Kalin and Makoto back there to kind of um, get a, a survey of how many souls were wandering there and try to get them out and stuff oh. like that. So I was thinking that Angel probably set that whole thing up because he was aware of what was happening and wanted to save those souls so they can get to judgment and go on to where they needed to be. Or maybe I'm reading too much into this book because I'm a literature major. Yes, that could, that, could, that could probably be the case. That could probably be the case. But yeah, this this manga it pretty much has just about almost everything. It has um, it has some action. It has some romance. It has comedy. It has some philosophy. And exactly. And it also and if you and when it comes to the moths. Uh, you know, you do have some nightmare fuel, because especially yeah, some horror. <laughs> but so yes, please check this one out. Love and Limbo by Haji, and I hope they will license more of her works because they're just. This was pretty good. I actually really like this. I'm glad and you like it. And it's by Sublime. Oh yeah. Oh yes, licensed by Sublime. So well done, Sublime. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, team in Sublime. Yep. And it, it's pretty good book it was really good i liked it a lot so definitely check it out love in limbo by haji all right so now that we finally got that out of the way uh next is heartstopper volume two we finally got a hold of volume two i know we're so slow right because we talked about heartstopper volume one so far back but now we're doing volume two so life life (laughs) But yeah, we're doing volume two and I like, I was telling, as I was reading this, I was like, I like this one so much better than, God, what's the hockey one called? Check, please. Check, please. I really like Heartstopper so much better than Check, please. Now, Check, please was cute. Don't get me wrong. You have the baking guy who plays, also plays hockey. It's cute, but it, it there's no basis of reality in it. 
in the fact that you know they don't really encounter problems that you they live in this fictional place where everybody is accepting of everyone and that's I not mean, what real there reality are, is I mean it's like there are just a little bit but of realities of homophobia but not as much as you would find in Heartstopper well well you have the general homophobia of like she doesn't delve into the issue like she kind of for me in check please she kind of just like uh, what's that word gloss skim oh skim over it or gloss or gloss over it yeah that's the word you're right it's gloss <laughs> not skim but yeah she kind of glosses over it like she mentions oh they had um there's homophobia in sports and then lets it go and when this, when that story specifically is taking place in a world where it's about that sport, and of course, it's going to be a major issue. Oh, absolutely. So, like, she, so uh, it's cute, but I like Heartstopper so much more because its basis is really in reality and dealing with issues of what happens, especially when you come from, you have this straight guy who is figuring out that he also likes a boy. And that, and right. he's trying to figure out and term what his sexuality is. Is he gay? Is he bisexual? Is he trans? Not trans. I'm <laughs> sorry. Is he pansexual? You know what? What spectrum what? does he fall onto? So he's struggling with that, and he's struggling with this newfound relationship that he has found. And then he's also struggling with I haven't. He hasn't come out to anyone. He hasn't come out to his parent. He has it come out, and then he has a friend group that a lot of them seems to be homophobic. Ugh. Yeah, so. it's like basically volume two begins where volume one ends, mm-hmm. where there's like they're like at a party, and Charlie, who has already, who is already, um, who already knows what his sexuality is as being gay, has kissed Nick, who is like the sweet jock kind of guy, mm-hmm. but. Nick was just kind of like taken a little bit by surprise. So he was kind of having trouble processing this. And so you have this little misunderstanding. But once they do uh, confirm their feelings for one another, um, they get together, and but it's on the down low. Yeah, like they're taking their relationship slowly. And that's what I like is that um, I love the... What, you, what do you call it? Like the development. Yeah. Until at least Nick is sure of what he actually wants. Yes, what his sexuality what is. is. Yeah. yeah, what he's... Like, he didn't know for sure if he was experimenting or if he, he really liked this guy or if he also still liked girls. Or like, he couldn't figure it out because the whole thing is new for him. It has upended his entire self of being. In other words, so yeah, it's, it, it's it's a breath of fresh air to kind of, like, get a little love story between two people of the same sex to kind of, like, you know, get together, not because, you know, just because, but, you know, it kind of develops as you go along. Yeah, and they just really fell in love. That's all it is. They yeah. just really fell in love with each other, and... It, then they have to confront the, the reality of what being together is going to mean. Oh, absolutely. So. Like, um, and also of how they interact with each other's friends. Like, Charlie's friends, they are great yeah. friends. Well, yeah. I, and, well, there was one friend of Charlie's that I was, I, I thought I was going to hate. Um, I think his name is Tao, T-A. Tao, yeah. yeah. Um, at first, I thought I wasn't going to like him, but it turns out that his reservations about... 
Charlie hanging out with Nick was that it was just mainly out of concern. Yeah, he was, he was like, you're, you're doing it again. You're falling in love with the straight guy and they don't love you back. And remember when you were horribly bullied by some of his friends? You know, like yeah, or or guys just like, like them, him. yeah, and, and couldn't come to school. So Tao was just really, really concerned about the entire thing, not knowing, of course, that they're together mm-hmm. because you know, from the from the outsider perspective, which is Tao's perspective, they're flirting, and and, and that he feels that Nick might be leading, leading Charlie him. on, yeah. Not knowing that they're already together, so because he hasn't, they haven't come up to anyone. I do like later that he comes out to um, God. What's her name? Oh, uh, another friend of his. Yeah, that she is. Um, she herself is is a lesbian. Is a lesbian, and she came out to him. Actually, she came up to Nick um, in wonder- the first cha- in the first um, book. Yeah, she came up to Nick in the first book, and in this in this book, Nick comes out to her. He's like, we're together, and it's the first time he's told anybody that they're together. But and at least, yeah, and at least it's it's someone that he that he can trust to like not blab to anybody else. else. Yeah. yeah, and and meanwhile, Nick's own well, quote unquote friends. I was hoping to maybe give some of them the benefit of the doubt. Oh but, no, they were all horrible. Yeah, but well, one of them no. is well. Charlie is his name. Charlie, Charlie, and Sai. No, um, Sai and like Chris? Christian, 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 yeah, it's Sai and Christian. Sai and Christian, I want to give the benefit of the doubt. Right. Here's yeah. why: they haven't really participated in any of the bullying. They've stood aside. They've been there though and haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. But they haven't participated in any of the bullying. And at one point, um, Sai was gonna say, "Well, that's so gay," and Christian stopped him. Or at least their coach. I yeah. think it was like their coach because no, they play rugby. Christ- oh, yeah, really? Christian was the one who stopped him. Oh, really? Because he oh. was like, that's so... And Christian was like, no. And I was like, okay, I want to give Christian and Sai the benefit of the doubt. That maybe they're not quite... They're, they're not as horrible as Harry. Oh, Harry. Harry. Yeah, he... Let's talk about Harry. and not Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry is horrible. Yeah, Harry hates sink. Mag... Mag... Guffin or something. I don't know. I guess. He, oh, yeah. He, everything about him screams hate sink. Yeah. And I would say he would be like the foil to Tao in Charlie's group of friends because everything about him is just straight up malicious. Yes. There is no good. Inti- There's no, no good, good intentions, intentions at all. Right. From exactly. Him asking him uh, what boys do like. How does it feel to be gay? All this, all this, just the typical straight phobia shit you see all the time with guys who are insecure about their own masculinity this and is, attack gay people. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The whole time I'm reading everything with him, it's just like, it's like, I hate this mother. Well, you know. Yeah. And what I liked about this book though, too, is at the end we get not only the journal that, um, Charlie was writing this entire time. Was it Charlie or Nick? Well, one is oh. Nick's, um, Nick's and the other one is Charlie's. Charlie's. You can actually you get tell. Nick's journal and, and Charlie's journal. So you get to see a little bit about what they're thinking. And then we also get um, the lesbian story, Tara's story. Tara. Tara. I, I, I knew yeah, it was Tara, but, I, but it was, I wasn't entirely <laughs> sure. And her girlfriend's name is... Um, uh, I don't remember the girlfriend's name. Um, Dari? Um, oh, oh, Darcy. Darcy. Tara and Darcy. And another great thing at the end of this book, there are character place cards, note cards. 
So and so you can match the faces with the characters, and it tells you a little bit about them, like. Darcy Olsen, who are you, Tara's girlfriend? <laughs> Although I wish this would be at the beginning, it's <laughs> like a little recap. That's a little recap. Now yeah. there, there aren't a whole lot of characters like Game of Thrones, but it's like you know, there's still quite a few characters that I'd like to familiarize myself. Like, okay, exactly. who's this again? <laughs> exactly. Especially for ones who are not quite good with names, like E, like me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that would have been that would have been nice for it to be at the beginning of the book. That would have been real good. But. Other than that, um, but it was nice to have that place card because, like, there's a lot of characters and they look like there might be more coming because we're getting into them being outside of their own we love each other bubble. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, let's see, I because I wrote down like the page that I really loved, um, page two. 51 they're like yeah like they're like i think they're at the um i'm not sure if that's the one where they're at the beach oh yeah no. oh you're such a slytherin <laughs> oh everybody else is like you see and you're 100 Gryffindor. <laughs> oh because i think this was like yeah when harry was being a real hater harry yeah. the hater as harry the hater <laughs> oh god he would uh, yeah he just pretty much just provoked Nick, so yeah. much so to the point that Nick, as much as he's a, such a nice guy, you got to beware the nice ones sometimes. Yeah, Nick punched him in the face, and and, and he deserved it. Yeah, yeah, he had it coming, and you want to say that in in song mode if you. Uh, the, he had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming all along. Uh, yeah, and so and, and I, what was it that? Um, uh, Charlie said in that panel that he basically deserved it. Yeah, he was like, "You, he basically deserved it." And, and Nick, was, um, like, Nick was like, "You're haha, you're such a Slytherin." And uh, Charlie, Charlie is was like, like, "And you're 100 Gryffindor." There we go. That that crossover. Yum yum. Little reference right there. Yeah, there that's how go. that's how Harry Potter should have been, folks. And in chap page 270 and 271, when they're at the beach, and. Uh, let's see, and and it's like here when you have Charlie, not Charlie, um, Nick, Nick, where he's just kind of like, I like Charlie Springer, like, what was it, Charlie Spring? Charlie Spring. And was it that he said below that? In a romantic way, not just as a friend way. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously, when you read this, you're going to be thinking of like the Steven Universe theme song in that uh, music box form, uh, uh, version that you would hear like on TikTok. Mm-hmm. The whole freaking time I'm reading this, that's all I was thinking. Because it had that sort of vibe to it, just without the magic and the crystal gems and the fusion and so forth. Yeah, it's a really nice story. And then, of course, at the end, Nick decides to come out to his mom. I have to give his mom props, though. Like, even before Nick comes out, she's in the car and she's she knows. She had, like, she, an idea. She had an idea, especially when he beats up the boy. And the mom is just like, he's a really special friend, huh? And I'm like, oh, mommy knows. Oh, yeah. She knows. She's prepared. And then when he actually comes out to her or whatever, she just handled it like a pro. And, you know, she was just like, I still love you. Da-da-da. You're my son. And then she made a joke. <laughs> she's like, he still can't come on our trip. <laughs> Even though he's your boyfriend. <laughs> and then he's so funny. He was like, but my... Because I guess... Nick has an older brother who's a couple years older and he's like he got to bring his girlfriend on our last family trip and she was like and she was like well he's older than you and he's like, <laughs> and he's like you like me best and I was like yeah <laughs> it's and, funny and oh there's also like a little uh, like a little extra 
um, at the end of towards the end of volume two about um, Tara and Ter- Darcy. Tara and Darcy and how they got together, locked door situation, an elongated game of seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that's exactly what it ended up being. That is a great description. Uh, We're going to be using that in similar scenarios from here on out. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, Heartstopper Volume 2, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed Heart. The both mangas I really enjoy. And it was really nice to get back to reading again. Because we've been, we've been a little, not lazy, but a little busy. So we've been doing a lot of videos about um, things we've watched. Yeah, so, mainly about like yeah, like mainly movies. Although the things yeah. we need, we really need to. Uh, what's the word? Uh, remedy is, is, is anime. Yeah, there's this one that I do want to check out. Yarichin Bitch yeah. Club or something. Yarichin Bitch Club. I've I want to check that one out. I've too. read a little bit of the manga and I really want to watch the anime. I and we still have not watched Given. Oh my god. I know. There's so many animes that we have to watch. <laughs> well, we'll be doing this podcast for years to come, it seems, because we have too much shit to go over. <laughs> we have a lot of work to do. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was nice to get back to manga, and hopefully we'll get to read a, a book soon. Oh my goodness. Cause we, I, have, we have so many. Our to be our list is out of control at this point. I think our list of, of books to read is probably longer than what yaoi anime we need to watch. watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, but I love it though because like back in the day you would hardly find any um, novels that were LGBTQ friendly. Like I remember, have when I would go to Barnes and Noble, they had this little section. Right, yeah, oh, a little yes. section with just one shelf of books, and you would, and most of them were lesbian geared and not um, 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 gay geared. So you would have to search through and da da da. And yeah, now it's just like everywhere it's I'm nice not, yes exactly i remember that and i remember the one that used to be near where i where i live uh we used to have a barnes noble but for some reason it's gone and there used to be a section for lgbt and that was that's what it was it was just lgbt or gay yeah. lesbian and so forth and then that section was gone uh, and i'm exactly. like exactly oh yeah cue the big no the no yeah. And now it's like it's in with regular genres. So if I want LGBTQ books that are fiction, I can get those. I can get one that are sci-fi. I can get one that are horror. So it's it's great to see that change mm-hmm. within literature. Exactly. You know? And let's see what else. And I uh, confession, I thought that we were gonna do this episode next weekend. Oh yeah, we did. We so did. We were like, oh no, it's next weekend, yeah, and then we we're like, like, no, it's this weekend, and then we like then halfway we were like, through oh, the week. Oh damn, it yeah. is this week, and like, we half- rushed and read some stuff, like, but they were great shit. Yes, and it was actually it's nice to read manga because when it comes to reading books, books, I tend to be a bit of a slow reader. Yeah, but that's okay. We'll get through it. <laughs> but so there's our episode guys and thank you as always for listening to us Ramble. we really appreciate it uh yeah 
Please check out our social media. I feel like I'm begging here because I really <laughs> want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you think about what we're doing. No, I don't. I just want to hear your opinions about Yowie. I don't care what you think about what we're doing. But uh, I want to hear your opinions about Yowie or recommend stuff you want us to do. That's what I That's what I would to. like. Yeah, that's what I... Me too. I want to hear from our viewers, our listeners at <laughs> television. I want to hear from our listeners. So check us out on Tumblr at Yowie Fangirl versus the World. We also have a Twitter, Yowie Fangirls versus the World. We also have a Instagram, Yowie Fangirls versus the World, and a TikTok, Yowie Fangirls versus the World. You see the theme here, right? <laughs> Yowie Fangirls versus the World. I will say the only thing that's always updated is our Tumblr and Twitter. So, Twitter, tweet me, tweet us. Let's see what's going on out there in the world, all right? There you go. So, in the words of our friend and your friend now, bye! bye.